Rusty Quill presents. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What the fuck is that? Oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Uh, stay there. Don't... Don't move. Oh, okay. What the hell are you? I mean... Obviously, you're some kind of bug, but I've never seen one like this before. How didn't I notice when I grabbed the letter earlier? It's huge. It looks... Actually, it looks like one of those gross fucking things from those really old movies with Brendan Fraser. The Mummy, I think. I've never seen him. I don't know. 
I don't know, bugs. Are these things even supposed to be here? Huh. Where's my laptop? Stay here. Bella? Watch the jar. <laughs> not... Not that you know what a jar is. Just stay here, Bella. Okay, got it. Let's see what Google can tell us. Um... The mummy... Bug... Main? There's nothing super specific. All it's really telling me is what the main bugs in the mummy franchise are. The scarab beetle. Okay, so let's... Try that again. Scarab beetle main. Um, apparently they have a few at York's Wild Kingdom. That's a zoo, apparently. Um, serious question. Who goes to the zoo to see a fucking bug? Bugs are gross. I'm sorry to offend all you insect fans out there listening to this right now. Okay, there's another site on here. Apparently, the University of Maine has an entomology department. Not to be rude. Not trying to rile up any bug fans out there, but... Why the hell would you dedicate your life to staring at these? They're so... Fucking gross. I'm sorry. Oh... They have contact info for the head of the department. Dr. Ian Jones. Ooh. So fancy. Dr. Bug Guy. Gross. I'm gonna send him an email. Maybe he could be able to tell me a little bit about how this living prop from the Scorpion King showed up here. Okay, how, how do I even write this? Um, dear Dr. Jones, I'm sorry for the email out of the blue, but I found something and everything that I'm reading up online tells me that it has no reason to be here. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I found it in my basement while going through the cab. I feel great. I woke up. God damn it. I guess I can leave that part out. I found it in my basement while looking at pipes. If you by any chance know why this thing would be here, please either respond to this email or give me a call. My number is included in my email signature. Thank you. And send. Okay, so while we wait for a possible response from Bugman, I guess we should just go on and read another one of these letters.
this one actually has an address. 181 Main Street, Presque Isle. Where the hell is that? Oh. <laughs> that's... That's a weird coincidence. Um, it's actually one of the University of Maine campuses. There are... Eight? Holy shit. Calm down, University of Maine. Save some campuses for the rest of us. Stupid joke. Alright, let's just get to it. 181 Main Street, Presque Isle. If you're opening this letter, you probably already saw... I'm sorry, but I didn't know what to do, and I couldn't... I couldn't get rid of it. What the fuck? This person just... put a live bug in a letter? Why the hell would you do that? I knew that I shouldn't have gone on that trip. I just had such a bad feeling about it from the beginning. Throughout the entire semester, the professor was talking up this big trip he wanted the class to go on. I thought the whole thing was a little crazy. A trip to Egypt with all the senior class of 89 religion students to study the various religions and how they developed and evolved throughout the years. Professor Eldon wanted us to stay there for three weeks in a place called Luxor, near the Valley of the Kings, he said. I always thought that Professor Eldon was... Weird. Every class that he taught just felt so... low energy. Almost like it bored him to talk about anything other than this trip. But when he would finally get to talk about it, his eyes would light up with this... fiery intensity. Like he needed to go there. And he wasn't going to let anything stop him from making the trip happen. We actually didn't find out until a month before the trip that it almost didn't happen. He spent the entire semester hyping up this amazing, transformative trip trying to get as many students to sign up for it as he could. He needed to hit a certain amount of students to get the dean to approve the field trip. It wasn't hard for him to convince most of my other classmates to sign up. After all, the trip was relevant to their major. I'm not really sure what you can do with a history degree with a specialization in Egyptian religion, but to each his own. I had no business being on that trip. But I was going through a pretty rough breakup with my girlfriend at the time, and I just... I really just needed to get out of there. A three-week trip across the world seemed like a pretty solid escape plan. When he asked if I was sure if I wanted to go on the trip, he said, everyone that is going must be committed to the cause. Committed to... what cause? Shortly after that final conversation, the professor, 14 students, and I boarded a plane to Cairo. After that flight, which seemed to go on forever, we immediately hopped on a bus to the Valley of the Kings. 
I did my research before this trip. There are 63 royal tombs in the valley. So I assumed our bus was taking us to one of those. Which is why I was surprised when the bus seemed to drop us off in the middle of nowhere. Actually nowhere. I wasn't really sure what exactly was going on, so I looked around at everyone else to try to gauge what they were thinking. It was just blank faces all around. But their eyes, they seemed to have that same intensity as the professor. What exactly are we doing out here? Shouldn't we maybe stop at a hotel first to drop all our things off? That won't be necessary, he said. They don't require such needless things. I remember thinking, who the hell are they? I thought we were just out here to learn about ancient religions. I didn't know that we were out here to meet anyone. I began to ask a few of my other classmates some questions. Where are we? What exactly are we doing here? Is this even the Valley of the Kings? We are where we need to be. We will do what needs to be done. What the fuck? Why were they all being so vague? Why could nobody tell me where we were? Before I could ask the bus driver, he was already gone. Since nobody was really answering my questions in any sort of helpful way, I decided to just follow the group to wherever it is that we were going. We walked for what felt like hours in just pure silence. The only thing that you could hear was the sound of dirt and sand blowing in the wind. And then we suddenly arrived at a spot where there was just... nothing. No wind. I couldn't even hear any of our footsteps. I was the only one in the group that seemed to be bothered by it. Everyone else was just stone-faced and kept trekking forward. Suddenly, we came to what looked like a fissure in the ground. Like it was split by an earthquake. When we arrived at the opening, I was surprised to see what looked to be a jet-black staircase heading down into darkness. Obsidian, maybe? One by one, the group began to file down the staircase. I tried to object to get some kind of information about whatever the hell we were doing, but I couldn't. They couldn't hear it anyway. At the bottom of the staircase, there appeared to be some kind of cave system. Professor Eldon pulled out a torch, lit it, and then led the group forward. The cave walls all had these weird etchings on them. Triangles of all different sizes. Other weird symbols. The cave splintered with multiple paths, but Eldon seemed to know exactly where he was going. He didn't slow down once. The deeper we got into the cave, the harder I felt it. 
like this, this hum, this vibration. I could feel it throughout my entire body. Almost like my bones were hearing something that my ears couldn't. I then saw this weird thing on the ground. When I got closer, I saw that it was this husk. It was this large, dehydrated, almost fossilized beetle carcass. I thought it was neat, so I threw it in the front pocket of my backpack and didn't think much of it. And then suddenly the group came to a stop. We were in this large circular room with what looked like a small pit in the center. Eldon held his torch over the opening and we could see that there was some sort of object on the bottom. It was then that Professor Eldon began looking at all of us and just nodded. And then without warning, Paul, a nice kid who just quietly kept to himself, he lifted both of his arms up towards Eldon, and then Eldon effortlessly dragged a blade across his wrists. Paul didn't even wince. He just stood there and let his blood drain into the pit until he collapsed. I just backed up against the wall and fumbled around in the dark trying to find the path we took in. It was gone. There was no way out. It was then I realized that there were more bodies falling to the ground. The rest of my classmates were lying on the floor. Their wrists slashed and bloodied. I could see that whatever it was that was in the bottom of the pit, it floated to the top. I, I couldn't really see what exactly it was. And then Eldon set his eyes on me. And then everything went black. The next thing I knew, I was back in my dorm room. I checked with my professors, checked with my friends, I checked with everyone. There was no trace of anyone that was involved with that field trip. It's as if they just never existed. I genuinely started to believe that I was going fucking crazy. I mean, did I hallucinate or imagine the entire fucking semester? And then one day, I decided to go and clear out my backpack. And I heard something skittering around inside. In the front pocket was a live beetle. That dead husk that I found on this Egyptian field trip that supposedly never happened was now alive and running around my dorm floor. I didn't know what to do, so I just crushed it with my chemistry book and decided to put it in with this letter. Maybe it'll be able to help you get to the bottom of whatever the hell happened on that trip. So according to this letter, this thing was crushed under a heavy textbook before being placed into the letter. That thing is very much alive right now in this fucking jar. Wait. Class of 89. 
This bug has been alive for over 30 years? That can't be true. That... Unknown number. Hello? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 